BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Wouldn't it be great if for every customer call you missed, you were given a second chance to make that connection? With Ruby, you don't have to hope for a second chance. Ruby is the remote receptionist company who screens, transfers, and takes messages 24-7, all while making your customers feel special. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better. See why thousands of businesses trust us to enhance their customers' experiences. Never miss a customer call again. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RU. U-B-Y. Today's show is pre-recorded.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them on to the morning Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, got a radio show because God is in the blessing business. I just happened to be a recipient. I just happened to got a couple of things right. Um, And man, his grace and mercy carries you the rest of the way. All you got to do is get a couple of things right. And then his grace and his mercy will take over. His favor, his love of you. It's, it's already evident. I mean, you know, because so many times we go along without even acknowledging him or conferring with him in our decisions. And, and we look up and we find ourselves in a predicament and he always comes, comes to the rescue. He always manages to show up. He's never too late. He's never one minute too late. And so uh, in light of this today, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I, it's, it's another principle of success um, that I'd like to share with uh, everybody this morning. And once again, these are not things that you don't know or you've never heard before. These are just reminders along the way. And one of the things you have to be conscious of is don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. See, I, I have a theory. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. You know, everything changes. Nothing remains the same. Nothing. And change is inevitable. Now, you could participate in the change or you can react to the change. Are you following me? You can participate in the change or you can react to the change. But don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. Now, what I mean by that is this. In participating in the change or reacting in the change, there is a difference. See, if you react to the change, that means the change has occurred and now you have to make the necessary adjustments to the change. Example, the boss walks in. You think your job is good. The boss walks in and hands you a pink slip. That right there, that's a change. Now, you didn't participate in this change because you didn't ask for the pink slip. But now you got to react to the pink slip. Whenever you have to react to the change, it's an adjustment, period. It almost throws you off. So change is going to come. It always does. You can participate or you can react. Or let's say your boss comes in and hands you the pink slip and you said, you know what? I've been preparing for this day. Always knew nothing lasts forever. I've been working on the sideline on the business idea I had. And I had or I had several other applications in around town. I was just holding off to see what was going go on. So when they hand you the pink slip, the transition, the adjustment you make is a lot more smooth the transition. Because now you just transition 
into your new business idea that you've been working on? Are you transitioning to the apps you already had in or the contacts you made? The preparation for when the day they come in and hand you the pink slip. Well, Steve, what if they surprise you with it? This is just one example I'm giving you. So, you know, let's let's not nitpick the message. So what I'm saying to everybody is don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. So many people are stuck in a rut because of your, our refusal to change. I was hell bent on a certain thing going a certain way, and this is how it was going to go. Well, that that I was thinking didn't really fit. Now, in my own personal experience, this may not be yours, but in my own personal experience, the things that I've had the most trouble letting go of was something I wanted. When I line myself up with the will of God to ask God what he wanted for me, you understand, those things came a lot more easy to me because it was in the will of God. It was what God wanted me to do too. Okay, see, what you mean by that? Okay, here we go. When things were going wrong in in relationships for me, what I did was the biggest mistake I've ever made was I attempted to fix what was wrong in my relationship outside of the relationship. You feel me? Okay. So I'm out there working my groove like I want to. Well, now guess what? There's a cause and effect for all of that too. Your house ain't going to get better. It can't. And then that leaves room for some other things. And so now when the change come, guess what? I got to react to it now. I got I to gotta, I gotta have a reaction to it. Had I lined myself up in the will of God, the transition may have gone differently. It could have still ended the relationship, but guess what? Some of the pain I was in, I ain't had to go through. I bought a lot on myself. Sometimes you're pursuing a passion of yours. And what God really wants you to do is pursue your gift. So now you're pursuing your passion, right? You're passionate about golf. You love golf so much, you just determined. But now you done messed around. You ain't made it on the PGA Tour yet, and you 45 still talking about, I'm going to play on the PGA Tour. Really? Okay. Maybe you ain't as good as this you think, or maybe you're not as gifted as you think. Maybe you're pursuing a passion. Sometimes, man, we have to change. And we have to ask God what is his will. His will is much simpler. It's a simpler road. Not going to be easier. It's simpler. See, when I wake up now, it's simple for me to wake up because I know there are a few things that I have to do. I have to click this mic on. I have to be positive. I have to be inspirational. I have to be informative. I have to be uplifting. Got it. That's what he wants. All I got to do is sit down, close my eyes, Ask God to help me be who he want me to be. And for the most part, he tell me what to say. Now, guess what he's done, though, to create this in me? I went through enough things in my life. I had enough challenges. I made plenty of mistakes. So I, now, at my age, I can turn around and tell somebody listening to me, okay, this is what I did. This is a mistake I made. Maybe you see yourself in this story right here. Maybe you don't have to go this way. Or this is what I've learned about becoming successful. Here's a principle that I learned. 
But then guess what? I had to be unsuccessful to get it, though, didn't I? So you can't have a testimony without a test. Change is coming. It's inevitable. You can participate or you can react. I much prefer to participate in the change. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? My mouth is being cupped on the mic because this is a secret. This is the number one morning show in the entire world. But the reason it's no longer a secret is because we're on the radio talking to nine million damn people. Now, if you think nine people can keep a secret, you'd have lost your ever-loving mind. So it ain't no secret. It's the number one show in the world, baby. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is how we do it. Gratitude affects your attitude, which is in direct correlation to your altitude. Grateful this morning. I want to thank God today again for another blessed opportunity, man, because it didn't have to be that way. And I know that you'll give me the strength and the willpower and the courage and the understanding to deal with it all today. And on behalf of myself, I want to thank you for working behind the scenes on things I have no idea that's coming my way to continue the grace that you provided me throughout this wondrous life of mine. Heavenly Father, I thank you, man. (laughs) Ain't nobody greater. Ain't nobody greater, <laughs> greater than you. <laughs> oh, 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 nobody greater. Sing oh, it, just sing it, it. sing oh, it. Ain't nobody greater than you. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, man. All in my gut. Well, last time. What? Ain't nobody greater. Sing it. Boy. I love that song. Nobody mm-hmm. greater than you. That's when you do your own version. I'm singing it in a lounge yeah. now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Hall Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carly Pharrell, Mouth of the South, and Junior Boy. What's on your mind today, Junior? Hey, Uncle, let me ask you something, man. You know, we're talking with some fellas, man, and, you know, they got things they want to do. But like I say, Uncle, when you started your career, man, when you first started your career, how much support did you have when you started your career? Because they don't understand Zero. That That's what they don't understand. Ain't nobody fit <laughs> to support you. <laughs> but you can quit looking for that. Because when you start off on a venture, you're usually coming for something that came from your imagination. Mm-hmm. Your imagination is placed inside of your mind by your creator because it is the, it is the vision of faith. Listen to this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence 
of things not seen. My translation for that was the evidence of things not seen is your imagination. It's there. It's mm-hmm. evidence to me, but it's yeah. not seen by anybody else. So now I've got faith in something that can't nobody see but me. But what you getting mad at them for? He yeah. didn't put it in their imagination. He put it in yours. Yeah, right. But he showed it only to you, and now he's asking you to believe in something that you... Faith is your belief in things that you cannot see. Man. Amen. Oh, have mercy. You have to do that. we walk that. by faith, not yeah. by sight. Yeah. And, if, yeah. and if you worrying about what everybody don't see except you, you ain't finna have nothing. Bump them. It's all right. Yeah. I feel sorry for people that didn't see it. You see me now, though, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. (laughs) Junior's in for the nephew to run that prank back right after this. Sing it, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with Junior in for the nephew. Junior, what you got? Shirley, the title of this prank is Your Wife Gave Mm -hmm. Me a Disease. He Mm -hmm. finds a way, though. Your wife gave me a disease. Come on, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, I'm trying to reach Dante. Yeah, this is him. Who this? Hey, how you doing, man? Um you I uh, just to be certain, you you Dante that's married to Tammy, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So listen, man, uh sure you've heard about me, you know, maybe heard my name before, because I used to date Tammy way before you guys got married. Uh, you know, my name is my name is Marcellus. So I just wanted to call and say how you doing, I, but I needed to know. Oh, Okay, yeah, I know. She mentioned you. Mentioned y'all used to be together uh, before. We, yeah, okay, I've heard about you. What's um, what's the phone call for? I needed to talk to you, man. And I've, I've been holding this back at least four years. You know, I haven't said anything. And, you know, I can't hold it no more, man. I'm going through so many issues right now. I just got to gotta get this thing. I got to get the grips on this thing that I'm going through, but... You know, I wanted to come to you, man to man, talk to you about this situation. I, you know, I hate to bring it to you like this, but when me and Tammy were together, she, man, I don't even know how to say. When we was together, Tammy gave me a disease, man. So, you know, I, I've been holding this, you know, and I, like I say, I, I wanted to hit you up. I, I thought about it two years ago, three years ago. I, I wanted. Oh, what the? Like, what do you mean? Like she gave you a disease? She gave me a disease about four plus years ago. This way before y'all got married. I'm from my understanding, y'all been married about three years, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And you're calling me. You're calling me to give me the heads up. No, man. No, I'm calling because, dude, these damn the, the medical bills and all this is just completely out of control. I can't even, you know, I can't take care of myself no more with this. You know, and, and I don't feel like I have to because she the one that gave me the damn disease. Okay, so you're calling because you want you want me to pay for you want you want us to pay for your medical bills, dude. I like, mean, I mean, damn, dude. I mean, put yourself in my position, man. I mean, what's a brother supposed to do? You know, I'm, I'm sitting over here with a disease somebody gave me, and you know, they going on with their life. Bro, yeah, but this is, uh, so you're calling me, telling me my wife gave you a disease. First of all, she would have told me that Secondly, now you're telling me, like, I might have some You got to be kidding me. Well, what the did she give you? What disease are you talking about, man? At this point, 
you know, I don't even want to discuss it. I just want to get on board. Let's can we get uh, some kind of understanding with this medical bill that I can't? I, it's out of control. Man, I'm not paying. Okay, I'm not gonna pay for your medical bills, especially when I don't even know what the f you mean. What do you mean she gave you a disease, man? I'm over here freaking the f out. Hey, dude, dude, I understand. You know, bro. I hope you good. I really, you know. But I'm just saying, man. Dude, I don't know what to do no more, man. I really don't. You know, like I said. Well, okay. Yo, yo. You need tell me. All right. You you talking in circles? You're telling me something you have you caught four or five years ago? Well, what is it? Some shit that's uncurable? What the f disease are you talking about, man? Dude, I'm I'm trying. Dude, regardless of what it is, I'm trying to handle the medical bills on it, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Dude, but what kind of medical bills could you have for some shit you caught four years ago? Like four years ago, you should have been able to fix that shit. What is it? Dude, she gave me the disease, and now I need somebody to pay these damn bills. That's all I'm saying to you, all right? That's all I'm saying, Dante. Yo, and saying. what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, Marcelo, is quit playing and tell me what the f disease this is. It's Marcellus, man. It's Marcellus, okay? I don't care what your name is. I'm giving man, you Y'all want to give me diabetes. What the f***? Diabetes? Your wife gave me diabetes, man. Man, you must be dumb as hell. You can't, can't somebody give you diabetes? What you mean she gave you diabetes? Man, your wife be cooking, was cooking all them cakes and pies and shit, you know? All that sugar, you know? And just, just, man, just, you came out. Bro, had me thinking my wife gave you herpes or some shit, man. You just don't know how to work out. You know how to eat. That's on you, man. I ain't paying no bills for that shit. Diabetes? What the f is wrong with you, man? Oh, so now, 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 now this funny. Yes. You, you laughing? You, mean, you, are you laughing at me, Dante? Yes, I'm laughing at you. Call my phone talking about my wife gave you diabetes, bro. For real? This is stupid, bro. <laughs> hey, can I say something else, though, Dante? What? What you want to say? I want to say this, Dante. You just got pranked, baby. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Tammy, got me to prank phone Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, that's... Oh, snap. <laughs> I got you, baby. I got oh. you, baby. I got you. Wow. Okay, because she told me about... She told me about Marcelo, but I never heard his voice, bro. I was on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you you're good, man? Oh, my God. Oh, you had me so scared, dude. Talking about a disease. Bro, oh, uh, sh Especially a disease that's four years lingering. That's like, whoa, whoa, bro. what is that? Oh, my God, man. I was, you know, when she got home, I was about to be so mad, bro. <laughs> Oh hey, man, God. you got to tell me this, man. Come on, Dante. What is what is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the lane. <laughs> Y'all funny, dude. It's the Steve Harvey morning show. Man. <laughs> hey, happy New Year, Dante. Happy right. New Year, too. <laughs>
You are you eating right? You ain't got no diabetes to you. Eating, you know? <laughs> now I'm worried, bro. <laughs> I know you could catch it like that, bro. Oh my gave me diabetes. Where did you get this? I was totally expecting something else. That yeah, yeah. Diabetes. I just laid back in it. Yeah. Says, Dog, just what I was cooking. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to eat it. I don't Man. know how he does it. <laughs> Play too That's much. Him. Play way too much. <laughs> All right, Junior. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, guys, at the top of the hour, Stephen A. Smith will be here. Uh, of course, one of the most notable sports commentators of our time. Stephen A. is going to join us to talk about his brand new best-selling memoir. It's called Straight Shooter, among other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's Ooh. all coming up uh-huh, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Kayvon in Indianapolis writes, my husband is a jokester, but I don't find his Christmas gift to be funny at all. He gave me a gift card to our dentist with a note that said, my teeth look like butter. He's wasted $500 on teeth whitening. Should I try to get our money back? No, you need, mm-hmm. probably need to go and look into that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you probably need to go and look, look into that joke. Cause you know, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Somebody tell you your teeth look like butter. Give you five hundred dollars towards it. Mm. If I were you, this just me talking. I throw in an extra five, go in there with a thousand, and see if we can at least come away with hot cream. <laughs> if you can just get off the butter list and have mine look like heavy whipping cream, <laughs> you know, kind of cream they make pasta with. We can just give me uh-huh. that. Yeah, and, and then, you know, you, you ain't got to work on it looking like milk. But let's yeah. just get it off butter, though. <laughs> but why is she not taking him seriously? She can't see it? Because she's been looking in her mouth the whole time. See, you, you don't oh, see it she, after a while. She's used to it. Yeah. You ever okay. seen a person, you know, with a tooth missing after a while, they just gone like it ain't missing? We yeah. see it, though. All yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah you got yeah. used to it. I had a partner, man. Chris Walker had a whole <laughs> tooth missing in the front. At first, we used to mess with him about it. Then we found out he wasn't going to do nothing about it. And then, you know, and in front of the girls, we didn't call him that. But then, you uh-huh. know, we called him T.L. in front of the girls. You know, for the T.L.? Girls, yeah, toothless. Toothless. <laughs> no, toothless. Oh. You, you're less a tooth. So you're toothless. Cold now, in, All at, right. the, at the basketball court, you was just toothless. <laughs> All right, title. moving on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on to Nisi in Charleston. Nisi says, I am dating a man and I'm having to share him with his ex-wife and his child because he hasn't moved out of the house. He said he can't live apart from his child. I told him he should have stayed married. Is he really staying there for his child? Mm. Girl. <laughs> Are you sure this is his ex? Ooh. Mm. Good point. I mean, yeah. part. <laughs> Let that go, girl. I can't live apart from my child. Mm-hmm. I got several. <laughs> several children. <laughs> I actually avoid them at times. <laughs> <laughs> You've got I ain't got to live. 
Great. I got living in the same house. Hey, we ain't got to stay in the same state. You move your ass where you want. Man, no. come on, lady. I don't. I don't really know. And and where is this relationship going? You can't visit him. He can't come and go as he please. Yeah, because if you go. stay, I, can he stay out all night with you? That's my question. Mm, good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. If all your right, visitations me. is limited to going to his place, and your visitations is limited to how long he can stay at your place. That's how he got to get back in there. So he told her he was going through a divorce then? Is that how they got together? No, he said his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. But he's still in the house, yeah. 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 He told me he wasn't mad. Y'all yeah. be falling for some stupid stuff. Cause of the yeah. baby. Yeah. Because of the baby. This is crazy. Yeah, they invented, they, I don't know if you heard of this, but they got new stuff called uh, joint custody. Uh-huh. And they came up with a new thing, another thing called visitations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He said he yeah. can't live apart from his child. All right. He might as well stay married then. Yeah. Everybody he, can do that. Ask yeah. anybody that's got a child if they can't live apart with them at least for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they can always Get a come back. Breaky, huh? yeah. yeah. Man, please. All right. Moving on to Jazz in Hartford. Jazz says, my man likes to snuggle up under me while we sleep, but he doesn't always shower before bed. He can't read my body language, so he doesn't know when I don't want him on me. Am I going to have to tell him that he's funky? What should Hell I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, you live with a stupid person. <laughs> he can't How read the she... room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How should she say it, Steve? What should she say? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Just go in, not subtle. <laughs> Just right on in with Lord. it. <laughs> That's every time he walk in the room. God Almighty. <laughs> take hits. Some people cannot well, take go, hits. Here here. What is that? <laughs> what, baby? What? Baby, yeah. did you shower? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, baby. Baby, I'm so sorry. I'm, wait, I'm, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come, they, they my they eyes is burning. Girl, <laughs> yeah. you got me yearning for your love. <laughs> Yeah. The Commodore. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just to be close to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Man. So she should just tell him. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Last okay. one, Steve. Oh, last girl. one. <laughs> last one. Ralph and Saginaw says. I'm a 69-year-old retired truck driver, and after being home a few months, I found out my wife has a man on the side. She knows I've cheated on her before, so I guess this is how karma goes. We haven't had sex in years, but I do love her as my wife and friend. Should I put an end to the affair or walk away? No, you 69, Mm. dog. Just ride it on out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Get to know him. Yeah, go get to know him. See, the problem with you and your wife ain't nobody talking about leaving nobody. You ain't leaving her. She ain't leaving Uh, you. She ain't leaving him. He ain't leaving her. They just cool. Cool. 69. So the age has something to do with it? Yeah, 69, dog. You've adjusted. You love her as your friend and your wife. Yeah. Uh, They're not intimate. What's huh? some questions? What's some questions? He could ask her about. about hey, the baby, music. you uh, y'all hungry? 
<laughs> so, what y'all want to watch tonight? <laughs> Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, they in there. <laughs> hey, bro. bro. You see him all the house, you? <laughs> That's my favorite pair. Yeah, They're a thruple. That's <laughs> it. Man, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Baby, we're going to all sit here on this couch watching this movie. We need to go in there and get that comfort off the bed. Cause <laughs> throws. I'm not under a throw. Y'all got both the throws now. We're going to need this comfort. <laughs> they selfish. I love a good throw, though, Steve. I right? love a good throw, uh, baby. On yes. the couch. Y'all got ash on mobile drinking all the Kool-Aid now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, as promised, Stephen A. Smith, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, HIMSS is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, y'all, we got a very, very special guest this morning. My dog. Come on, baby. Rain, sleet, snow, shine. We like the Pony Express over here. We ride. We ride together. He is the most notable sports analysis and analyst. 
not worry about analysts. Kevin. Sports talker. Because <laughs> he, he be talking. You know, when you when you trying to be big and you ain't really got it, he's the biggest sports talker. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Right. Of our time. His signature style of commentating is, is renowned. He's a featured commentator and executive producer for ESPN's First Take. And his No Mercy podcast is streaming on YouTube. He's added another, another iron in Credit. the fire, baby. Mm-hmm. He is now a best-selling author. This is one of his newest accolades. And he's got a new book out entitled Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It's available now. He's here to tell us about straight shooter, why he shoots straight all the damn time. Shoot uh-huh. straight when he need to be fine crooked sometimes, but he don't know how. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, straight shooter himself, my dog, the one and only Stephen A. Smith. Good morning. Stephen A. What's going on? What's going, what's going on? I miss y'all so much. How's everybody doing? How y'all we doing? Great. Good. Yeah, great. What's up? How you feeling, man? Um, I, I'm just humbled, man. You know, um, my my book hit the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, wow. You know, on went on Wednesday, right. and the, the book was dedicated, obviously, to my mother, who was the ultimate straight shooter. Y'all all know she passed away in 2017. She's the greatest woman I've ever known. And um, I dedicated the book to her. And, you know, we talk about God a lot. Um, I know y'all do. And for me to be a New York Times bestseller, um, it's beyond my wildest dreams. But the day it was announced was on my mother's birthday, which was Wednesday. So um, it was. uh, How hard hard did you cry? (laughs) How hard? I'm sorry. (laughs) I said, how hard did you cry? Um. I cried a little bit. You know, I miss her a lot. You know, I spent two years, first two years she was gone, I cried every day. And, um, you know, I cried periodically from time to time because I miss her so much. Um, but when I uh, when I got the New York Times bestseller, I mean, in the book, I talk about how I got left back, not once, but twice. Got left back in the third grade because I had a first grade reading level. I got promoted uh, that following September. I got left back in June, but I got promoted that September to the fourth grade after I did summer school. Then I completed the fourth grade and then got left back again because I still had a fourth grade reading level. And I remember when I was a fourth grader and my father's standing in the kitchen with my mother. And he doesn't know that she's on, uh, he, they don't know I'm on the back porch. And my father told my mother, the boy just ain't smart. He ain't going to be anything. Just get over it and accept it. And my mother never, ever capitulated to that. She never gave into that. She always believed in me. She always pushed me. She always demanded excellence from me and what have you. And she was my my greatest cheerleader. And so it's one thing if I'm successful because, you know, I'm doing something totally different. I'm playing sports. I'm, you know, I'm an actor. I'm doing whatever. It's another thing entirely when you can't you can't read, you can't comprehend what you're reading because of your ability to read, write, and communicate. For me to overcome those challenges and then to be this successful and then for it to be the culminating point because I've achieved everything I had set out to achieve in my career already, but to achieve this was the final thing on my bucket list and to pull it off and to have it announced on her birthday it was truly, in my mind, God's way of just 
reminding me that she's watching over me and she's taking care of me still. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Beautiful. You know, I think I think a lot of people don't know the backstory behind people's success. I think books like this are important. You, you in this book, man, you get pretty frank with everything, Stephen. You was talking yeah. in the book about getting fired from ESPN in 2009 yeah. and sharing that news with your mother. How'd that go? Well, that was a tough one. When I got let go, when they told me they were letting me go, I was devastated. I felt screwed over. I felt set up. Um, but I also felt very, very alone and, and, and very scared because I was a father. I was a new dad. And I was like, man, this is this is scary as hell because how am I going to take care of my responsibilities? Because it's the last thing. It's the biggest fear that I've always had. And I went back to my mother's house licking my wounds, even though I had my own house in South Jersey, New Jersey. I went back to her house in Hollis, Queens, and I laid in the bed for a couple of days. And after a couple of days there, she would always bring me breakfast, my well-toasted bagel with extra butter, my hot tea, milk and sugar from the West Indies, and I always drank that. And she brought me a tray of food, and on the tray with the food was a handheld mirror. And I was like, what is this for? She said, I'm just wondering when you're going to start looking at yourself. And she pointed out how my attitude wasn't the greatest, uh, that I was a bit too negative, that she listened to me over the phone talking about my bosses, talking about issues, playing the role of victim, acting like everybody was doing me wrong instead of accepting culpability for myself. And she said, I'm not saying you deserve to be fired, but I do know this. I know that you don't like being around people like that. So why would you expect your bosses to want you around? You got to grow up. You got to mature. You got to accept the fact that things don't always go your way. But you got to persevere anyway and maintain a level of decorum and control and poise and and, and, and get rid of that arrogance and acting like you're entitled to things because you're not. That made a really big time impact in terms of changing my mindset and getting me on the right track again. We got to come back. I don't know who this is I'm talking to. I've never heard this person before. I don't know what. We'll got to come back. This is great, man. The book is called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. We'll be back more with Stephen A. Smith right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. Our special guest this morning is my friend, uh, Stephen A. Smith. I I ride with him. I don't care what happened. And uh, this brother right here, I'm seeing a side of him today. The first, the calmest I've ever talked to, the most inside look I've seen him give himself publicly, publicly. And I think you got to understand that everybody you see that's a success story today, there's another story that often ain't told that looks mm. that could look a lot like your story. Can I say something? You know, I love all of y'all. I've known y'all for years. But I want to share something with y'all audience that I've never shared with anybody. And it's about Steve Harvey. When my brother died, in 1992 in a car accident. Two months before he passed away, I made a vow that I would never go to his gravesite until I achieved what he swore I would achieve. And that was that I was going to be on ESPN one day. I was going to be a general sports columnist. I was going to be on TV, and I was going to resonate in such a way that the sports world was going to ache to hear what I had to say. And I never went to his grave until I achieved that goal 11 years later. And I bring up that story because fast forward to 2009, I had lost my job 
And I was wondering about my future. I got a job back on Fox Sports Radio, but I was contemplating a lot of things, wondering how I could climb back or whatever. And I was in Atlanta showing up for the Disney Dreamers uh, thing. And I was, I was with Steve Harvey. And Steve Harvey doesn't remember this, but Steve Harvey probably doesn't remember this, but he sat down and talked to me because he saw fear in my eyes because I had, a, I had two daughters by this time. I had a responsibility to take care of them. And I knew that I had gotten screwed over, but I also knew that I needed to accept accountability and resurrect my career. And I knew it was going to be a long path, a long path there. And Steve Harvey sat me down, being the big brother that he is, and gave me words of wisdom about the trials and tribulations that I not only went through, but that I would have to go through to restore what I once had and to eclipse what I once had. And I always held on to those words, but more importantly than that, what I held on to most was the big brotherhood that he extended towards me that helped inspire me because it reminded me that everything that I was after and everything that I was in pursuit of wasn't just myself, but it was for him and all the people in my life that never hesitated to extend a helping hand. So while I'm sitting here this morning, as a New York Times bestseller, I want to say to get the applause for me, make sure you give it to people like Steve, who extended a helping hand and inspired me and helped me learn how to galvanize the troops, build my support base. So when I climbed again, I wouldn't fall because I made sure to surround myself with people who wouldn't let me fall. You're one of those people. And I just want to say I love you for it. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, let me go What's to a break. Right Let's here. go to break, gonna, Steve. Yeah. I'm going is... to break and I'm going to go write my memoir. I'll be right back. I'm coming back with more with Steve A. Smith right out here. So I got You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're back. Our special guest this morning has been compelling. Stephen A. Smith uh, from First Take from the No Mercy podcast. Now the best-selling author, he's on the New York Times bestseller list. The stories about his past, his failures, his relationships with his family, all of this, man, is coming out. So Stephen A., man, you're known as a straight shooter. That's the name of the book, Straight Shooter. Let me ask you this, man. Have you ever said anything most recently that you wish you could just suck back in your mouth? Well, we all we all know what that is for me, bringing up the Rihanna and Beyonce comparison. That I can't believe what that turned into. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm like, you you got to be kidding me, man. Hey, you Steve, know. did it catch you completely it, off guard? Completely off guard, completely blindsided, man. Listen. Sherry Shepard, who's doing a great job. They picked up two additional seasons for a show. Yeah. I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Um, you know, their, her team came in to me before the show. And they said, Stephen A., you do debate. You do a debate show every day. We, we want to have a debate-style format. So we, we don't mind a healthy debate about something. We want to kind of incorporate that into your segment. And I said, no problem. You know, make it a little different than what people are accustomed to seeing if you're away from first take. I said, no problem. So when she asked me about Rihanna doing the Super Bowl, listen, I love Rihanna. She's phenomenal. She got my money just like Beyonce got my money. I bought both albums. You know, I support them both. But 
I am a Beyonce fan. I think he might be the greatest female talent I've ever seen. And that includes Janet Jackson, who I loved as well. And so for me, when she said Rihanna, in the, I'm thinking, you know, she said Rihanna in the Super Bowl. But when I'm thinking Super Bowl halftime shows, I'm thinking Beyonce with Destiny's Child. I'm thinking Beyonce with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. And I'm like, that's a high standard to live up to. And so because Sherry was asking me the question and I had in mind what they were saying, I was like, she's a lot of things. She's sensational and fantastic. She just ain't Beyonce. And you would have thought that I accepted the woman. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, this is like. But Steve, 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 let me ask you a question. Where were you? Okay, now, I I know Sherry's show is taped to live. It went on the next day. So it airs the next day just as it tapes. They go to commercial break on time, everything. It's a really great world show. She's got a great executive producer, black dude. John Murray. Where were you right after the show aired? And where were you walking from? Yo, bro, it wasn't even that. I taped the show, and 90 minutes later, as I'm about to go into Sirius XM to tape the interview, the damn thing was viral. <laughs> and everybody was going crazy because they're like, yo, man, what did you say about Rihanna? Because apparently they put some clip out of what I said before the show even aired. And oh. the work, I, listen, do y'all know, I don't even know, I never even knew who Navy was until I, 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 was, uh-huh. I said, what y'all mean, Navy? You mean our armed forces? What are you talking about? Second, see Stephen A. Sure. Stay right there. Sure. You should have sure. been gone two breaks ago, <laughs> but you that good of a guest. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yes. Come on, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We back. Our special guest this morning is my dog, Stephen A. Smith. Thank you. And so uh, this is my boy, man. We've been ride or die, no matter what. We've been on. We've been having a great conversation. Uh, come- <laughs> and now we got into the Rihanna thing. And all I can say about this is, Lord Jesus, glad it was. That's all I can say. <laughs> Lord Jesus, because I, I talked to this boy the same day it came out. Uh huh. Wow. Because you know we were talking about coming on the radio and promoting the book and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I just called him, man, just to put my arm around him a little bit. Because I've yeah, had several people yeah, call did. me and I have to like, hug me. I, I couldn't believe it. I could, and this is what really, this is the only time I got mad. 
What? When it's like, when it's like, oh, he pitting two black women against each other. I said, now stop that. Now stop that. <laughs> I, I, said, I did not say a negative word about Rihanna. Not a negative word. Okay? The fact of the matter is, I'm entitled to be a fan. And the reality is, is that I bought both of the albums. I listen to both of their music. I support both of them. I'm just more of a fan of Beyonce than Rihanna. That is not a crime. And I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me. Wait, now this is black on black. So when, so when Michael Jackson or Prince was the subject, which one you got? That's black on black crime? I mean, if, if it's Luther or, or, or Teddy Pendergrass, that's black on black now? Like, we got to stop this. We got to stop yeah. this. Okay? See, Stephen, see so, Stephen so, so, A. I, I can't love Steve, Steve Harvey. I can't love yeah. Steve Harvey. Yeah. And subject to entertainer. I can't love them both. <laughs> Nope. Come on, y'all. <laughs> nope, not on the internet. Pick a side, baby. Pick not a side. Not on the internet. <laughs> what, what, the internet is undefeated, man. Well, that's uh, well, let me tell you what I'm, I did on the internet. Let me tell you what I did on the internet. I said to the internet, Rihanna, to you, I want to apologize for all of this, this, not this noise, this brouhaha, blah, blah, blah. I want to apologize to you. Navy and everybody else kissed my ass. I want to be very clear about that. I want to be very clear about that. I'm still Stephen A. I'm entitled to my feelings. Anyway, I can edit that off the show. Is there any way I can save his ass from his no. ass? No. Yes. No. You, I'm not going to let you. You dog, listen to me. Me and you go back like Cadillac seats. I'm not going to. You can't dig this hole no damn deeper. Now you drag <laughs> dynamite down in the hole and you're lighting wicks. Listen, I owe Rihanna an apology. How do I owe somebody else an apology? Because I'm yeah. a fan. You don't. What did I do? You don't. Stop talking about the Navy. Because <laughs> okay. they're ignorant. That's why I'm going to drag me into this. And Steve, we had just said, oh, Stephen A looks so handsome. We were feeling the gray temples and all of that when you first came out on the set and everything. We were rocking with you, Stephen A. And then then you said that. that. Oh, man. It was like, Stephen A. But do do y'all understand she asked for a debate-style format? I told the team, Stephen A, I told the team, I'm telling you right now, when you do these shows, a producer comes in the room and they kind of want to get a heads up. Now, he didn't say this in the producing room, but they gave him the green light of some side to be Mm -hmm. somewhat controversial about something. I said, they asked me to be a debate. They asked me. I told the t- I told the team that. The he did. He said, they asked we, me to do that. We didn't see that. Part. We just we didn't, didn't know, know your nutty ass was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I but Stephen A, you looked so, good so, though. Well, thank Stephen you so much. I do, I, I do try. I do try. Hey man, here's what I love about you, and it is a take me as I am. I am a straight shooter, and what makes you a huge success is that you are so compelling on TV. You are must-see TV. And that's what makes First Take number one. That's what makes it what it is. Because love it, like it, hate it, need it, wish it. He gonna say it. And now you can take it and feel how you want to feel. But this is what I said. And that is my dog. He is unapologetically Stephen A. Smith. Damn it, I am the first take. 
I'm the last take. When I did the show right there, me and Steve got in an argument. Stephen A got in an argument on the show. I said, hey, man, the name of the show is First Take, not Your Take. <laughs> you were arguing with Stephen A. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. And you know, man, but you come on this show, man. He's such a gracious host. He treats you wonderful. He respects all of his guests. You know, he could really do a number on what some of these celebrities and cats is getting on there saying, because you know they're saying something dumb. They ain't really got the facts. They trying to be compelling it. And he walks them through the interview and guides them down. But if you're a regular on that show, if you swagoo, oh. if you Michael Irvin, well, Michael Irvin if you that other boy right there that had the mohawk, if you any one of yeah. them, greeny, your ass finna get it. You gonna get it. You gonna get it. They know it too. That's the way it goes down. But I love them all. I love them all. I'm very proud hey, of man, you. Hey man, before you go, before yep. you go, how about them cowboys? <laughs> how about them? How about them? Didn't I tell y'all? I yeah, told y'all I was coming. I told y'all just be patient. I told you just be patient. I told you. I told you they would not let you down. When it counts, when the lights get brightest, they go fold. Things go happen. And sure enough, it did. It did. That's just the way it goes, man. That's just the way it goes. It's and what they do. It's what Stephen they do. Stephen A. You know what it is. When I was a little boy, before the AFC broke off into the NFC, it was just the NFL. Right. The Dallas yep. Cowboys was in the same division as the Cleveland Browns, the North mm-hmm. Division. I grew wow. up hating the Cowboys no matter what. So when they split up and went NFL, AFL, and the Browns went AFL, and they went NFC, my hatred for the Cowboys <laughs> is from childhood. But you see, and I can't hatred, get my, rid of it. But my, my hatred for the, I don't hate the Cowboys. It's what? their fans. It's their fans that get on my oh, fans. Oh, yeah. okay. I can't. Let me tell you something right now. The Dallas Cowboys can go 1-15. It's in the book. It's in the book. The oh, Dallas the book. Cowboys can go 1-15. They can end their season on January 5th at 7 p.m. By mm-hmm. 7-15. You know we're going to win the Super Bowl next year, right? <laughs> this is what they do. This is what they do. They, they, cannot take, they cannot take 15 minutes to smell their own stench. They are deplorable. There's nothing worse than a fan, than a Cowboys fan. If a nuclear bomb drops, three things will survive. Rats, roaches, and a Cowboys fan. It's who they are. It's who they are. Okay? And so we understand that. We get it. And so the best thing that I could possibly do, I have to apologize to the, to Jerry Jones and to the Cowboy players because I don't mean no ill will towards y'all, but your fans are so disgusting. <laughs> the misery of you losing that that comes down upon them is so refreshing. It makes my <laughs> it just makes my spirit feel good. Boy, I've been, I've been I can't you, stand. Hey, your ignorant ass I be coming on there. Cowboy, cowboy hat, cigars. I'll be going this damn fool. And the night that's right. How on that's media. right. Listen, they wouldn't let me. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. What I wanted to do, right, was get some pom poms, right, and start jamming with the cheerleaders and make Michael Irvin and Swag Goo and cats like that put on a cheerleader outfit in my background. Oh, no. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. They got but nothing I couldn't to pull it off. Hey, I man, couldn't pull it off. Boy, hey, everybody. The new book Straight out. Shoot. It's a bestseller. You got to get it. It's called Straight Shooter. It's a memoir of second chances and first takes. It is called Straight Shooter. It's available now on all platforms. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Kindle. You can go to any bookstore. It is out. It is great reading. Here's our dude. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Put your Indeed. hands together for the one and only Stephen A. Smith. Yay. One last thing, y'all. It's also available in Audible. I voiced it. I got an audio version as well. You can go to nice. Apple and Amazon. Ooh, I tried that. I wasn't good at too. that. Who? <laughs> want you to know. Get it in and audio. Thank I, you I, for I, clearing I, up you might be really stuff. good at audio book. My audio book failed miserably. I didn't. I can't <laughs> read that my, long. Mine's right now. Mine's right now is top four. Oh, look at you, Stephen A. Congratulations, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen A. Smith. Appreciate y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to starvyfm.com. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, she said, he said, she said, Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 29 years old and my boyfriend is 28. We've been together for four years and everything is great with us until he starts drinking. When he's around his best friend and his best friend's girlfriend, he is his drinking gets crazy. She is almost always the only female in the group when they hang out, so it's not a shocker when the rumor surfaced that her boyfriend was setting her out to his friends. I asked my boyfriend about it, and he said it was a lie because none of them want her. I don't put anything past a man, especially a drunk man. So... Fast forward to Friday night when my boyfriend told me he was going to hang out with his best friend. He took my car because his car needed gas. I woke up at 3 a.m. and my car and my man were still gone. I called him and his phone went straight to voicemail. I called his best friend and his phone went straight to voicemail too. So I got worried. I decided to go over to his best friend's apartment. I had to drive the car that was on E and it made me mad that he's so trifling. 
The girlfriend opened the door and was surprised to see me. My boyfriend was passed out on the couch, so I pushed my way in. The best friend wasn't home unless he was hiding in a closet. I woke my boyfriend up and scared the mess out of him. He and the girl started stuttering when I asked what was going on and where his friend was. All I got was a bunch of he said, she said, he said, and my man still has not told me why he was there alone with her. It didn't look like they had sex, but I have a very bad feeling about it. She's not an attractive girl at all, but she's still a woman. Should I trust my intuition or trust my man? Mm. Uh, what do you think? Okay. Um, (laughs) you already know the answer to that. You got to trust yourself. You got to trust your intuition. If you're still in doubt, trust your eyes. Your man of four years was over his best friend's house alone with his best friend, supposed girlfriend, who you said there's a rumor out that he's setting her out to his friends. Um, which means I guess that, you know, she can be with one of his friends if she chooses or if they want her or something. It was three o'clock in the morning. Uh, and Miss girlfriend was shocked that it was, uh, you when she opened the door, your man was knocked out on the couch and they never gave you a straight answer as to what they were doing alone there together. You said they started stuttering when you asked. So, I mean, was he drinking too much and passed out? Was he passed out because they had had sex? Now, normally all of that stuttering and stuff would make them look guilty as heck. But here's the interesting thing. You said out of your mouth, it didn't look like they had sex. But you said that you had a very bad feeling about it. So this is where you have to trust yourself and your intuition. Just because you didn't catch them in the act doesn't mean nothing happened. And did his best friend ever come back? Where was he? Does he know what happened? Anyway, you know your man and you know what happens when he drinks. So even though you have no physical evidence, he still hasn't told you what exactly went down, which means he's not even trying to fix it at this point. So please don't let him get away with this. I mean, after four years, you deserve way more respect than this. All right, Steve? There's letters like these that have created who I am. Oh, yes. (laughs) You know, some of my strawberry letter reactions is classics. It's been some legendary moments, and I'll think I'll provide another one. I see into this letter so many things. First of all, I want to thank Shirley. Wonderful response. Yeah, but you're welcome. Here's a few things I noticed in this letter. She said, he said, she said. That ain't even really <laughs> what this letter's about. You're 29 years old. You got a 28 year old boyfriend. Y'all been together four years. Everything cool till they start drinking. Oh, don't we know that's true? We all have someone in my life that once they start drinking, they are not the same. I stopped hanging with those people a long time ago because usually the people that they turn into is somebody I don't like. So I get rid of the person I like and don't like all at the same time because guess what? They the same damn people. I can't run the risk of being nowhere and you getting a drink I don't know nothing about them when you come back over to the damn table, you knew. So I can't take that. I get rid of them people because I don't like to change. Well, they always hang out together and it get crazy. 
Now, the whole thing about your best friend is her best friend's girlfriend is always there in the group, and she's almost always the only female in the group when they hang out. We're going to get into why that is in just a second. So it's not a shocker when the rumor surfaced that her boyfriend was setting her out to his friends. I asked my boyfriend about it. He said it was a lie because none of them want her. Man, let's stop this right here. Don't nobody want her. Nobody. Why she the girlfriend? Mm-hmm. If his best friend got her as a girlfriend, that proves that somebody want her, and it's a lot more of him out there than you know of. And birds of a feather. I say birds of a feather. Flock together. Yeah. Flock. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah. when you start drinking, I've seen men find Anybody attractive once they've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not true. And I'll get back into it when we come in here. We're talking about it, and I have some more stunning information for you when we return. All right, Steve. Part two of your response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she said, he said, she said. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, she said, he said, she said. Well, this letter ain't really about no gossiping or nothing. This is about a rumor that's out about this couple that's been married for four years, 28, 29 years old. They've been together, not married. And they got a best friend that he hangs out with with his girlfriend. When they get drunk, things get crazy. And the girl that hangs out with him is always the only girl in the group. And that's why rumor started that the boyfriend was... Uh, you know, setting her friends up, setting all his friends up with her. On the side, I asked my boyfriend about it. He said it was a lie because none of them want her. How'd that sound? (laughs) (laughs) She is available, (laughs) being set out, and don't nobody want her. (laughs) Boy, how did that sound? I am of the male species. That don't even sound right to me. I don't put anything past a man. Well, well, what the hell you type that line for? Mm-hmm. Especially a drunk man. So fast forward to Friday night. My boyfriend told me he was going to hang out with his best friend. He took my car because his car needed gas. I woke up 3 a.m. My car my man wasn't there. Still gone. I called him and his phone went straight to voicemail. I called his best friend and his phone went straight to voicemail too. So I got worried. That is a damn lie. <laughs> She said, I called a voicemail. He didn't answer. I called his. He didn't answer. So I got weary. That ain't what this is, y'all. She didn't get worried. She got suspicious. Ah. Suspicion and worry is two two different things. See, worry is when you wondering if somebody okay. Mm-hmm. Suspicion is, this fool better not be doing what I think he do. He's up to something. (laughs) You decided to go over to the best friend's apartment. You had to drive the car that was on E, and it made me mad because he's so trifling. You get over there, the girlfriend, the one don't nobody want. (laughs) Just open the the girlfriend standing there just just looking like Morgan Freeman. Uh-uh. Yes. Don't bring my boo into it. Oh, no, nobody want you, her. If you a woman yeah. look like Morgan Freeman, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't she 
so Morgana Freeman opens the door. Morgana. Morgana opens the door. And she was surprised to see you. Because, let me tell you something about ugly people. Ooh. You want to see how ugly they really are. 3 a.m. is the hour. <laughs> 3 a.m. is the hour. If you really had any doubts about a person being ugly, 3 a.m. tell it all. Ain't nobody looking fresh and fly at 3 a.m. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend was passed out on the couch, so I pushed my way in. The best friend wasn't home unless he was hiding in the closet. I woke my boyfriend up, scared the mess out of him. He and the girl started stuttering. See, I used to stutter, so I know what that is. Did, hmm. did, did, who, 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 we, we got it. You, 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 you doing here. We know what stuttering, stuttering is. Stuttering gives you time to buy a lie. Oh. Creates time. He and his girl mm-hmm. started studying. I asked what was going on and where his friend was. All I got was a bunch of he said, she said. My man still has not told me why he was there with her alone. He ain't told you. Well, let me let me let me ask you something. Then she said, it didn't look like they'd had sex. What the hell do that look like? She said that. <laughs> they didn't look like they had just had sex. What does that look like? Mm. Girl, I'm 66. I've had every look you can have before and after sex. And it's a whole lot of different looks. You, you, it, it like just what? ain't no way. I don't even know what the, they don't look like they had sex. <laughs> but depending on how long ago it was. Because mm-hmm. if I have sex and put my clothes back on and lay down because I'm drunk, I ain't going to look like I had sex, but I had. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I left that alone for you. I've had sex and actually looked like I had been running a marathon. Before. Uh-huh. All different looks. I've had huh? sex and looked like I got shot in the chest. Mm. I've had sex and it looked like I was cold. Yeah. <laughs> I've had sex balled up in a fetal position in the corner sucking my thumb. Mm. Ah, so how do it look like when you don't have sex? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've had sex and been in my car with the window rolled down, had my head hanging out just trying to survive what had just happened to me back in there. So what are you talking about? You are oversharing. Anyway, That's what he likes I had a to do. very uh-huh. bad feeling about it. Now, here go the key. She's not an attractive girl. I told you that at 3 o'clock in the morning. I told you that. I told you that. She is not an attractive girl. What the hell that got to do with it? Anyway, but she's still a woman. Should I trust my intuition or trust my man? Here's the question. Why is a rumor started that he's passing his girl out amongst her friends? Why did that rumor get started? Why is that a rumor? And how much does that cost? Mm. Mm. Trust your intuition. Yeah. Because I can't save dog on this one. <laughs> you in the room with an ugly ass woman at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> ah. It's going down. Boy, something. All right. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Leave us leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior in the building with Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Uh, okay, I need Pippin. It's Friday, man. Here we go. Here we go. Junior? ain't got my glasses oh. on today, but it's all good. Ain't no worries. What's up, ladies? What's going on with you? Hey, Pimpin. What's up? What's up, Jocelyn? You good? What's up, Pimpin? How you doing? All right. What's up, forehead? Everybody looking good today. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. What's up, Junior? <laughs> Before we get into Pimp ain't playing in the playoffs. No, you ain't playing in the playoffs, <laughs> Pippin. Boy, I'm a hundred percent. Yes, you are, Pippin. You're one hundred percent. That is correct. No, and that's what Pimp's supposed to none. be. You know what I'm saying? If you can't pick them in the playoffs, you can't be no Pimp. <laughs> I know that's right, Pippin. But Pippin, what's this you got on today, Pippin? What is this you coming out here with? You like it? Yeah, dog. You, yeah. What is this? Nice. I'm getting ready for the playoffs. I, I, okay. Okay. The whole suit mm-hmm. is made out of Wilson footballs. Oh! <laughs> you see me? Look at you. You see all the stitching is laces. The ones in yeah. the quarterback hole. You see me? <laughs> oh, man, man. My sister made this one. I sure appreciate that, boy. I, mean, I, got, I, I wear stuff ain't nobody got. You can't even get this here. Mm-hmm. Dan be wanting this stuff I got on. <laughs> you ain't that damn about me, baby. Me and damn yeah. on the same level. Yeah. Well, what you got, Junior? All right, Pippin. Well, you know, Championship Sunday, man, you know. Last week. Well, here I go. Yeah, well, you know, Bengals was over the Bills last, uh, the week before. And then I you told had the y'all what was going to happen. I said that. Chiefs edged out one over the Jaguars. And you had I the told 49ers. you that was going to happen, too. You told me that was going to happen. Then you had the 49ers over the Cowboys. I told you, know, what is I don't know? I know, but then you had the Eagles over the Giants, man. So now I, we I'm, got... I'm betting, I'm, I'm betting down, man. You bet the thousand, Pippin. So okay, here we what go. What you need now? Let's go. I need to know, Pippin. Bengals versus the Chiefs. What we got, Pippin? They got their number, man. I'm just sorry. I don't even know what's going on, but I'm, I'm taking right now. Them damn Bengals is not playing right now. <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> hey, man. Got an offensive line right now. Shocker, day the engineer. He don't want to hear this. Oh, God, he don't. He don't. Close your ears. <laughs> Bengals okay, over Pippen. the Chiefs That's by okay. 10. Okay. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. All right, Pippin. Here another one now. 49ers and the Eagles. Okay, man. The Eagles is going to beat that ass because the quarterback is (laughs) cute. (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi. Today we got, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Come on, cute. Do your thing, Philly all the way. 105.3 WDAS sound like Mm -hmm. Philly to me, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) We don't be able to hands, boy. All right, thank you, Junior. Thank you, Pimpin. Coming up at the top yeah. of the hour, Roscoe, I hear, is making his way to the stage right after this. By the stage, I mean us. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily 
promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. You know, we're friendly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that voice you hear is unmistakably Roscoe. Everybody know who it is? He's in the building. The writer or writer. The singer or singer. And and, and, and just, I I ought to have more Grammys than anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Roscoe Wallace. You know, Roscoe, um, we had Stephen A. Smith on earlier. I heard uh, it. Yeah, he talked about, you know, his statement about Rihanna and Beyonce. And, and <laughs> Kept you know what, Ron- to do, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes but, you know what the best is shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Roscoe, sometimes, you know, sometimes a little friendly comparison between singers, it can be fun. It can be a lot of fun yeah, if it's yeah. done respectfully. You know what Go I mean? Ahead. Yeah, so let's try it with some performers from back in the day, let's say. So, so who who would win the battle, or or just compare them, Roscoe? Oh, oh, you mean like old cool versus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like, oh, uh, like uh, for instance, Lenny Williams, who you love, uh-huh. uh huh, and uh, Luther, for instance, Luther. Oh well, see now, hold on now, that's a little bit unfair. That's a little uh-huh. bit unfair, cause you know Lenny is my boy. I uh-huh, love Lenny. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, oh. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh. Uh-huh. That's my dude right there. But uh-huh. Luther just got too many damn hits. Too many. <laughs> and Luther got great male voice I ever heard. And you can add Lenny, that Lenny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lenny tell you that right there. Lenny so tell Luba, you that. Baby, it's Luther all the way. Even though my love for Lenny is true and genuine and all like that. Uh-huh. It's just a beautiful thing. Go ahead. Okay. What about, <laughs> let's say, uh, Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis. Remember Johnny Mathis, of course. Uh-huh. And like... Uh, Peebo Bryson, let's say. Well, see, now, we're talking about two different styles. Now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Johnny Matthews was more, you know, he had white people love him and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Peebo Johnny Matthews was always singing white people in the crowd. Peebo, <laughs> ain't nobody white come see people because people are too deep. <laughs> feel me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to feel the fire. White people don't write lyrics like that. Because <laughs> they don't feel fire. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Isaac Hayes. Something that you told me. Oh, okay, we still on people. in my head. Yes. So you gotta, all that's black. 
Yeah. Okay. Too black for Johnny. Okay, next up, let's go Isaac Hayes and Teddy Pendergrass. Mm. Oh, mm. see, you just you mess around with hot butter soul now. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh, hot butter soul. Uh-huh. That, that's uh, the black Moses. Yeah. You understand? You know, that, 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 that's like talking about Michael Jordan and LeBron James. You don't know what to do right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I better, 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 it's, it's hard to beat that instructional singing, though. Okay, what? From from Teddy? What? Turn them off! <laughs> you know, that, that, that's commands. That's, that's You know uh-huh. how many men they pass now commands. That's kind of uh-huh. hard right there. So I don't know. That's a toss-up. Come on, Carla. Barry White. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lou Rawls. You never, never find. find. <laughs> you better. You never find, baby. Another love like mine. Someone who cares about you. Yes. yes. Like I do. Yes. Come on. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> oh, Something wrong with me, boy. Come on, Barry White. Oh, I got to go with Barry, though. Because Barry had that white gold album I took it to college. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. Eddie Levert. Oh. Lionel Richie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, uh-huh. you hurt my soul right here, because... I have friendship with both the men. And you know, about your friends? Yes. Meant so much to me. And Lionel just got way too many hits. Lionel, Lionel right here for white people. Gerald ain't wrote no song for no white people. You mean Eddie? Eddie. She said I said Eddie, Eddie LeBert. Eddie. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell. Y'all need to bring me back. <laughs> it's, okay. it's too much right here. Y'all thought you All said right. Gerald. Eddie? Oh, oh another boy. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Roscoe is still in the building. We're doing a little friendly comparison between singers. Well, let me tell you something right here. Y'all should have made an old cool versus new cool. Because he's right here. All all it here too much. (laughs) It's too much for you, Roscoe. But before we left off, we were doing uh, Eddie LaBert and Lionel Richie. God. I know, I know. Problem, I ain't know what to do. It, it's you just so many. Would you rather? So many hits between <laughs> oh, the two of them. I don't. I don't. Jeff. 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 Let me. Boy, I, it's just too much. I don't know what the people are. Carly I, got and, one. And, and that damn Carly. Lionel. Lionel, All right, yeah. here we go. Three Wait, times Lionel. a lady. Yeah, he got to do that. Easy Lionel. like Sunday morning. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Penny Lovell. Mm-hmm. Oh. Dancing oh. on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on, Carla. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Al Green. Woo! God. Woo! That's a good oh, one. Oh, <laughs> you're trying to hurt me now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Pain. Stevie Wonder's friendship with me. What about your friends? It's just a friendly comparison. Me and Stevie comparison. been friends so long. I knew Stevie when he could see. You know. It's just, it's just, it's just, y'all ain't know that now. Y'all ain't we know gotta that. go, Roscoe. Go. We, we go back to where it was sight. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather 
live without cigars. So would you rather live without telling another lie? Mm. Oh, mm. Mm. you better put these cigars down. I got, I got to set these cigars on fire. Yeah, we, we got What? To. I got to set these As cigars on fire. Your beloved mm. cigars? Ain't nothing more deeper than a beloved lie. <laughs> lie. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. A beloved lie. Yeah. A lie that got you out of something. Why would I get that up and get back in what the lie got me out of? It? Uh, okay. Yeah. It's no. All right. No. Nah. Another way to look at it, Uncle, is we can still smoke the cigar and then lie about it. <laughs> Hello. Got the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how important lying is. Yeah. It's just live. What? It's, what is that I smell? <laughs> Turkey. All right. Moving on. Moving on to pants that are two sizes too big, or would you rather shoes that are too tight? Your pants too big or your shoes too tight? Which one? Two sizes. Big ass pants. Man. Yeah, we can't do these shoes. Shoes too tight. Do you know what's going on? Yeah. When your feet hurt, everything hurts. Let me tell you what. Tight shoes, real tight shoes, mm-hmm. all day, and you can't hardly get them. Then been on a plane and can't get mm-hmm. them on. Finally get them the on. Type of time, right? <laughs> tight shoes causes high blood pressure, mm-hmm. diabetes. Mm-hmm. These are really? this is stuff people don't know. That's it. That's true. Toothaches, mm-hmm. back pain, mm-hmm. and. Erectile dysfunction. Okay, I'm, I'm, All that is bought on by tight ass shoes. I'll tell you right now. You didn't throw sickle cell in there too. I'm telling you right now. Probably, probably throw that in there too. Yeah. Tight ass shoes don't give you sickle cell, but you damn sure be in a crisis. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, got it. Valentine's Day is coming up. Would you rather a couple's massage on Valentine's Day or a romantic dinner? With your, with your boo. Mm. Come on, Junior. Let's see what oh, you got. I, I, I'm gonna go with the uh, the couples massage, but we massaging each other, right? Mm-mm. Well, n- no, that you can go to a spa what? and get a couples massage. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're the couples oh, massage. Oh, no, Big Harold gonna do you. Oh hell no! <laughs> hell no! No, that ain't Hans, no Hans is doing you and Hulk. Is doing Hulk. <laughs> so you gonna no. take that dinner, that romantic yeah, we, dinner after yeah, all? Well, we supposed to go with the yeah. dinner? No, I'm gonna take, take the, the dinner, dinner, man. I can't. Okay. I don't, I don't all right, know. one last one. Would you rather have a fun, funny spouse or a loving spouse? That's I want a loving boring. Spouse. I nobody telling no damn jokes. That's a loving spouse Absolutely. that's boring. Well, all y'all have big boring streaks y'all go through. We have to be anyway. No, we don't. Yes, what do. are you, you talking about? You do, but all of you have big long stretches. <laughs> that goes across the board then. All right. Yeah, well, whatever. You know, it's coming. <laughs> coming up. It is our last break of the day and at 49 minutes after the hour, Steve Harvey will have some closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out Daily 
promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, here we are. Our last break of the day and of the week for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, Steve, before we get out of here, Tommy's not here today, but we got to remind everyone to catch Nephew Tommy tonight on an all-new episode of Ready to Love on OWN. And it My is show. getting good. Yes. So good. We'll be watching <laughs> it tonight. so good. Yes. Sexy also, nephews. We wanna, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we want to thank Stephen A. Smith for stopping you, by. He joined you, us this Stephen morning. A. Yeah, his new book, his new book, Straight Shooter, is out. It's available online and anywhere books are sold. Thank you, Stephen A. He cleared everything up for us. We're good now. We're yeah, not mad anymore. Yeah, we're not mad anymore, Adam. Just put his foot right on <laughs> back <laughs> in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he- <laughs> with us a whole hour just uh, yeah. uh-huh. straight shooting yeah yeah <laughs> he is who he is <laughs> yep it was a good week this week sir yeah mr harvey mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah, been it's- interesting you know um i, I guess uh my closing remarks today i want to encourage people to do something uh try to remember this y'all whoever you are try to remember that god uniquely made you who you are You are so unique that in all the people in this world, the billions of people that live in this world, the billions of people who have passed from this world, all of those people have a different fingerprint. No two fingerprints are the same. That was designed by God. God designed it this way because he knew that each one of us was going to be uniquely who he created us to be. Your path will never be exactly the way somebody else's path was. Your story will never be exactly the way someone else's story is. Your results may not be exactly what anybody else's is because we're all on very, very different paths. Now, there may be similarities along the way. Granted, I know that. Now, some principles of success that you have to adhere to if you want to be successful. But the route, the way is very different. Now, in the fact that God made you uniquely who you are, I want you to hold on to something. Stay authentically you. Now, some people take that information the wrong way. I'm gonna be me if I'm gonna be, if you don't like me, don't deal with me. If you don't accept me the way I am, don't accept me. Listen to what I'm saying. Be authentically you, But make sure you are always trying to improve that authentic self that you call you. That's the key. See, some people take that advice the wrong way. This is how I am. Take it or leave it. No, no, that's not how it works. You should always be trying to improve on yourself. And everybody changes. Change is inevitable. But you can change for the better. You don't have to choose to stay the same. And then if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. You have to grow and change. But in this, what I'm saying by saying stay authentically who you are, 
Don't let nobody make you or talk you into something or somebody that you're not. If you are uncomfortable with this or that, that's okay. You don't have to be comfortable with it because they say you ought to try this. You don't have to try something to know it ain't good for you. How you know you ain't going to like it? You ain't never tried it. That, you know how many times they've been saying that to me about dope? You know how many times I live my life? How you know unless you ain't never tried it? You don't have to try everything to know it's not for you. Be authentically who you are. I'm just using dope as an example. It could be anything else. Hey, we going down here tonight. I don't like down there. Oh, man, so you ain't going to go down here. You ain't not dog. I don't like down there. So guess what? You don't have to go down there. Eventually, do you know that people will come to respect you if you stay authentically who you are? But if you try to accommodate everybody, if you try to please everybody, can I tell you something? You ain't going to ever be true to yourself. And that's a miserable life, man. Do you know what it's like to adapt to everybody around you? You know, I have a lot of uh, people around me all the time. Employees, associates, TV people, uh, people working in the business, people I, I, do, I do business deals with. If I adjusted to each one of those people to accommodate them, I would be a miserable soul. So what I do is I stay authentically me. Now I've had to improve that me now. I'm like a difficult person, so I've had to work on some of my difficult moments. I ain't got rid of all of them, but some of them, I, I try to push that difficult side of me to the side so I can be a little bit more accommodating to move the business forward, to move the relationship forward, just to keep it going. I will challenge you in a heartbeat. And if it don't fit what I do, man, I really don't care. But sometimes, Steve, you have to accommodate people in order for the bigger picture or the bigger wheel to roll down the hill. You can't stay stuck on stupid. You can't stay stuck on you. You can improve yourself in a way where you become more accommodating. That's what I'm saying. But if I adjusted to everybody, I'd be a lunatic. I wouldn't know what to do. I stand for things. And I don't let nobody talk me off of what I stand. I don't do drugs. You do drugs, that's fine. A lot of my friends do drugs. I ain't got no problem with it, man. Do drugs, I got that. But don't come here. I'm not talking about hard drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about like, well, I don't care how you feel about me, whatever. I got a lot of friends do a lot of stuff. We still friends. But when you bring it over here to me, it ain't what I do. Now, you love me for that. That's who I am. That's authentic with me. We've grown into a friendship and it's lasted for years like that. Be authentically who you are. God made you that way, okay? You ain't got to apologize for you but you do need to improve you from time to time. Those are my closing remarks. Hope you got something from it. If you didn't, we'll see you Monday morning. Cool. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The labor shortage is impacting every industry, and that's leading to missed calls, long wait times, bad customer experiences, and missed opportunities for your business. We're Ruby, the live virtual receptionist company, and we're your smart solution to the shortage. We answer all your calls and chats, take messages, and transfer calls 24-7. We're just like an in-house receptionist, only better. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.